Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, or whenever you listen to this podcast. I'm Nikki McCaig, and you are listening to The Lonely Freelancer. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different. I'm going to be talking about something that's incredibly personal to me, and it's something that I've been struggling with the past few months. So please be careful and cautious with me, and let's go. Let's talk about health anxiety during a pandemic. It's nine o'clock at night, and I'm about to step into the shower. I'm looking at my reflection in the mirror, taking in the face staring back at me. She's anxious, nervous, hands skittering about her body, checking frantically for lumps, bumps, unusual moles, and unexpected bruises. She draws in a deep breath, and her anxiety spikes when she feels a tightness in her chest that wasn't there before. It brushes up like a wave and peaks, flooding in with thoughts of blood tests, lung cancer, tumours and heart defects that have always gone undetected. She climbs into the shower, willing the trembling to stop, and suddenly spots a mark on her arm that she hadn't noticed before. There's another on her toe, and it could be a bruise from stubbing it on the sofa, but it could be something worse. All at once she feels dizzy, her head swimming and her eyes trying to focus on something easy. Just pick up the shampoo, just, just pick it up. It's okay. We'll try and have a normal shower tomorrow. Living with health anxiety as 2021 is an uncomfortable exploration of how health really does impact every single day of our lives. Originally referred to as hypochondria before the stigma minimised its importance, health anxiety is one of the most common strands of anxiety, affecting 5% of the population on a daily basis. This mentally and physically limiting condition causes sufferers to have irrational anxiety over future health conditions based on asymptomatic causes or small unrelated symptoms. They can mentally diagnose themselves with life-threatening illnesses after experiencing a small cough or tickle in the throat, and they can spend hours googling melanomas after spotting a new freckle on their hand. I've suffered from health anxiety for 10 long years, and it's affected me in so many strange and difficult ways, from business trips spent in hotel rooms crying over suspected lymphomas, to hot summer days spent self-examining my breasts in front of the mirror. But when the pandemic struck, a new kind of health anxiety took over. Lockdown after lockdown has led to a national impact on our mental health, with more people than ever suffering from heightened symptoms of anxiety, depression and OCD across the country. Lack of social contact, increased mortality rates and homebound isolation has had a huge effect on the way we think and feel, and for those with pre-existing mental health conditions, it's been a struggle. For health anxiety sufferers, those irrational thoughts we had about our health have suddenly come to life. Fears we had of dying young, of our health being out of control, of those we love being endangered and of being frightened and alone, suddenly moved from illogical worries to real possibilities in the space of a month. Our homes became prisons and we were left isolated with our thoughts, with a contagious virus on the outside and a mental illness on the inside. Even switching on the television or taking a break on your phone can feel like a bombardment of COVID news and fatality rates and new strains of the virus that never seemed to end. The threat of infection has been a low-level cause of anxiety for so many people, from the days of washing our grocery shop and wearing a face mask to put the bins out now, to where the roadmap to freedom feels a little bit like falling into a rabbit hole. But it's this bright spotlight on health that has had the biggest impact on health anxiety sufferers. The world is suddenly more aware of health than ever before, and we're all more conscious of how our actions and choices can affect both ourselves and those around us. As someone with anxiety, the last thing I needed was to be more aware of just how fragile life can be, and how precarious our bodies are when facing up illness and disease. 
We're told to exercise often, meditate more, lose weight, don't sit down for too long, but also keep working at our desks as normal. We have to now follow these new rules to keep ourselves safe, making us conscious of how unsafe we were before. Our minds work in bizarre ways sometimes, and anxiety is one of the most potent afflictions to suffer with during a health crisis. We grieve for the life we had, as although the problem was there, we were still able to move freely, meet our friends, occupy our minds with thoughts other than masks and hand sanitizer and vaccines and social distancing. We were able to visit our therapists and doctors in person and exercise in the space we felt safe. Swimming is one of the few forms of exercises my anxiety actually responds positively to, and the pools have been closed or restricted for months. Making plans for events, booking holidays, seeing families and friends, even working inside an office again. Those boring everyday things that can keep our anxious minds steady and calm until the end of the week. I miss them. It's hard and it can be lonely and it can be frightening. It can feel like everything is out of your control and you're scared for everyone around you. But no one with anxiety is truly alone. There are millions of us out there all feeling the exact same way in these circumstances. You will never be the only person awake at 2am, checking yourself over for lumps and bumps. You will never be the only person over-sanitising before trying to leave the house. You will never be the only one desperate for the pandemic to end, but scared of returning to normal as well. Health anxiety needs to be talked about without ridicule. It needs to be seen as something more than just an overreaction or hypochondria, and we need to all start respecting each other's fears. It's not simple or logical or rational, but it is an illness that needs addressing and treating. So let's work together and start talking about it as one. Tips for helping yourself and handling your health anxiety during a pandemic. There are so many great resources for managing your anxiety online. Try downloading and printing off some free CBT or cognitive behavioral therapy worksheets to help you tackle your biggest worries. Self-care is critical right now and finding the right way to help yourself unwind is vital to keep your brain healthy. Remember, the harder it gets, the more you need to care for yourself. Talk to people about your anxieties. Ask for facts and realities, rather than hypotheticals and worst case scenarios. Daily mindfulness and meditation can help you to calm your mind and body. It's important to keep up this routine, even when you feel you don't need it, to prevent future stresses from becoming too much to bear. And remember, this won't last forever. It might feel like the end is still so far away, but there will always be good days to come and you will feel okay again soon. Health anxiety has been the monster at the back of my mind for the past few months and I'm still struggling to climb out of this dark hole that I'm in. The support has been limited and I understand that COVID has had a lot to do with that. And I'm lucky that I can afford to have personal therapy to try and address some of my issues, but sometimes it still doesn't feel like it's enough. I want to start more conversations about health anxiety and mental health in general. Recently, every week I've been sharing more about my own mental health and mental health advice over on my Instagram, so I recommend you check on my Mental Health Monday stories every single week, even if it's just to feel like you're not the only person in the world steadily going insane through this pandemic. Let's keep talking about mental health to each other, to people we know, people we don't, to strangers, to health professionals and our doctors. There are things you can do to feel better and you don't have to suffer in silence. It can be hard, I know, and I get it, and I'm there, I've been there for so many years. But there are ways out. So let's talk about them 
and let's start doing them. Thank you for listening.